0: Welcome to the Art of Getting Your Shit Together podcast, where each week we help you identify the bullshit that's holding you back and discover the courage to take action to create a life you love and enjoy. We're going to put a little spin on a topic today, okay? I want to talk to you about not clocking out on yourself. We are very busy humans. We wear a lot of hats, and I think especially as women, we wear a lot of hats too, but I hear a lot that we're tired and we're busy. So how on earth can I do things that you talk about, like showing up for yourself so much when I just don't have the time? Mm -hmm. So I hear that. I'm not giving you permission to show up for yourself. You already have it. You know this. But I'm here today to remind you that just because you clock out of work doesn't mean that you get to clock out on yourself. You're not allowed to, right? You still have to show up. And what we do with that time is precious. I know that there are things that we want to be doing, goals that you want to achieve, projects to start and finish, missions to accomplish, and plans that you would love to coordinate and execute, right? There's so many ideas that we have going on all the time. So regardless if you work for the man or you work for yourself, we must clock out of our jobs. So then we can clock in to do the things that move us closer to the person that we want to be on our time? How are we utilizing our time on our terms? Some of you may be thinking, well, no shit, Lindsay. Of course, I clock out and I got to come home and I got to do all the things and I got a mom and I got an adult and it's a pain in the ass. I don't know who has time to do it all, right? No shit, Lindsay. No shit. (laughs) (laughs) And some of you may be thinking, well, you don't get it, Lindsay. My job is this and it's so demanding and yada, 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 yada. Okay, or some of you may just be thinking, "I'm too tired when I'm done. I do clock out, but I'm just exhausted."
1: Yeah, I've heard that a lot. Okay,
0: I've been doing it all. I've heard it, and I've probably done it all myself. Same. Okay. Yeah. And Jenna can resonate with all these. So the thing is, is that you may actually be exhausted, and you may actually feel like you don't have the time because you've never diligently gone about doing it in a meaningful and intentional way or maybe sought the extra support that you needed. So we may actually be exhausted because you are are allowing your job to take over your life and you're not actually really checking out or clocking out. And you're not investing in yourself or your family the way you want to. That could be very draining. And you're just literally thinking about how you want to be doing all things and spending more time doing X, Y, Z, but you're still thinking about your job or you're really just... Thinking, you're worrying, you're staying still, and your brain is doing all of this work when nothing is actually being done. Does that make sense? It makes complete sense. And that happens to me all the time. Just because you're physically clocked out of your job does not mean that you are clocked out if you are thinking about your job all of the time. Okay. You may be like me and who I was, where I had a demanding job. And you may be like Jenna, who if she's not doing it, who's gonna do it for? She's an entrepreneur. She owns her own business. You know, She's got to show up for her employees, her clients. She's the face behind her brand, right? And then for me, who's someone who worked for corporate, who had to manage a 24-hour operation, always showing up all the time, being called in on all hours. I was always on call. I always had to have my phone around me. And yes, if I was on vacation, I could delegate. But you know, there was always that call, hey, this happened. I don't have the answer. Can you help me? Just feeling like I always had to be there. And for the most part, it was okay, but it got to a point where it was too much and I wasn't able to be a good wife, a good mother, a good friend. And I wasn't being good to myself, most importantly, because if I'm not good to myself, all those other things don't really matter. Right. But truly, I also believe that this can be a bigger problem because for some, they may be using work as a distraction and escaping from a situation or people that they may be trying to avoid. Being busy and doing it all can be admired by others, right? Oh, look at her. She does it all. People used to tell me that. Lindsay, I don't know how you do it all. You work, you know, you got, you know, your husband and now you got your daughter and all this. I'm like, barely holding it together here.
1: (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) I'm like, I don't know On the inside.
0: (laughs) And I was honest with the people who I knew I could confide in at work, I'd be like, you know, I don't think I can do it forever, you guys. And they kind of knew that my transition was coming. They knew I was burnt out, especially after having Avery. We started the podcast. There were just so many other things I wanted to do, and I really had to take action on it. I was not going to be a victim of the career I picked, right? I knew I had the means to change that. For me, it was like that timing. I needed to make it right. There's never really good time. Mm Mm-mm. But you can make it right by making sure that you have the support and some action plans and some tangible steps to make so it seems feasible. When it seems impossible, you make it possible, right? Right. So I want you to ask yourself, am I filling up my personal time for the sake of being busy? Am I avoiding something? If I am, what is it? How do I really want to spend my time? And what would it mean if I could just try it out? Experiment with it. Remember, nothing's permanent. But what if you were to experiment with your time or delegate something to somebody else to free up your time or hire somebody to help you out so you had more time or just look at your time in a different way? We talk about time management all the time, right? But just because you tried something, it doesn't work. Maybe you just need to try something different. And how would it be if it actually worked out? What would be different if it worked out? What would you feel to finally own and embrace that change and to gain that time back? Because it's always there. It's just how are you going to take it back? Eleanor Roosevelt said, remember always that you not only have the right to be an individual, you have an obligation to be one. So it's not a choice. We have an obligation to be the individuals who we are meant to be. So who do you want to be? Even though I'm sure a lot of us are adults, but who do you want to be when you grow up?
1: I ask myself that all the time. I'm still trying to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) I think we always change too. That's the thing. You're always growing and changing, hopefully. And if you are, They're going to be new, exciting things to conquer and overcome every step of the way. You're always
0: becoming. Yes.
1: I love that. Mm -hmm.
0: It's not being at the effect of a choice that you've made. No. Right. You could always change that path, make a different choice. Yes. It's just a choice. Yeah. And one choice, right? You're like, oh, I did this and now I'm here and I don't even know how I got here, but now I feel like I'm stuck even though I'm successful and I make this much money, yada, 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 but I'm not happy. It just took one choice to really get you there that led to other choices. But what choice do you need to make to get you to where you need to be?
1: What choice do you need to make for you? For you? Yes. Because I think a lot of people avoid making a different choice because they're worried about what other people are going to think. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, I'm here. Maybe it's like that kid who was in medical school who wanted to change his mind. Well, what are other people going to think of me if I just throw this all away? And then you're paralyzed because you're too busy worrying about what other people think that you're just not going to do what's right for you. Exactly. That happened to me when I got divorced because I've been divorced. I got divorced at a very young age and I knew for a while that things weren't working out. And I'm like, I need to make a new choice, but this is going to be really hard because the eyes of judgment will be upon me on so many levels. But I had to make the choice and I had to just survive through it and it was fine. You made It it. didn't feel fine at the time, but on the other side of it, it was like, that was the right decision for me. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't understand it. But you saw it. You knew it would be better on the other end. Well, I didn't know. I mean, yes, at the time going through it, no, you don't know. You're like, fuck, I hope this is fine on the other side of this. (laughs) But just an example. So if you need to like make a new choice, just make it for you and not worrying about what other people think. And that's
0: a big one especially with career choices, big life changes like, yeah, in your personal life, like divorce, or even just committing to somebody completely, committing to someone who you're like, you know, what is everyone going to think if I start dating this guy or marry this guy or girl, whoever. So big, big changes there that a lot of people have, I'm sure, many, many opinions about. (laughs) What's the quote? Like the ones that matter, don't mind, and the ones that
1: Mine don't matter. Yeah. Jenny Schatzel said, you're going to be friends with you your whole life. And so you better be kind to yourself. And so it's like, yeah, you know what? The only person who you need to please is you with your decisions and your choices. And that's it. Who do you want to be? Right. Going
0: back to that question. Mm -hmm. And what is that person doing? Clock in to whatever that person is doing. I believe that we should be clocked in into intentional decisions. You know, we need to clock out of certain areas so we can clock in on different, it's like putting on different hats, right? But going in it with the intention that I'm going to follow through, this has all of my attention and I'm gonna do it like I'm getting paid for it, right? You're all in. Mm
1: -hmm. And what
0: does that look like? When you're all in on something, it just has a, you have a different outcome because there's emotion behind it if there's a follow through, you're more likely to complete it and you're more likely to get what you need out of it, whatever it is, whether it's just a project, a task, putting your intention and time into a relationship, into an idea, researching an idea, whatever that is. So you go in it with all the intention of getting what you need out of it, but not making excuses for everything else. That's just making noise behind you. Does that make sense? Makes sense. The great Dale Carnegie says, inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. If you want to conquer fear, do not sit home and think about it. Go out and get busy. Yes. So it's all about taking action. Kind of like what I was saying before. A lot of times we're just sitting there and worrying and thinking about it. We're thinking about it and thinking about it. And we're thinking about taking action, all the things that it would take. You know what? That time is just going by. Yes. And before you know it, all of a sudden it's like three months later and you're like, fuck, I'm still in the same place. And that's a year later. Holy shit. It's already been a year. Then five years. Has anything changed? Are you still thinking about that thing? What is getting in the way? It's probably your mindset. It's probably your fear behind something, something that's stopping you. It's that shitty ass story you keep telling yourself. So what do I always say? Be resourceful ask yourself better questions. How do I get there? What is the first step I need to do to get to where I want to be and take it? Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. It's going to get easier. I promise you. So again, who are you going to be? What do you need to do to get there? Who do you need to have around you to get there? What kind of support? Is it a new support system? Do you need to bring in some experts? Do you need to hire somebody to help you through and navigate the bullshit? And
1: again, what is that first step? And then when are you going to do it? And also, is there anyone or anything you need to shed?
0: Yep. What do you need to release? Is there something or someone that you need to release that is toxic that is holding you back? Maybe that's the person who you're worried about what they're going to think. It's just detrimental to your progress. So there are so many things that you want to be out there doing and actually doing the right thing. You're doing the thing, right? We're getting uncomfortable, but are you doing it? Are you really doing it? When we're going through all these points and asking these questions and I'm saying, you know, are you doing it? What is getting in the way? What is holding you back? What do you really want to do? Are you doing it? And you cringe a little bit. You're like, God, I'm not, you know, because sometimes I have to ask those same questions to my clients over and over again, because we go back to the same thing. And it takes a lot of repetition. And even though it sounds and feels very redundant, that repetition gets you to where you want to be because you dig deeper and you go deeper. So if you cringe a little bit after I'm going through all these questions and you're like, you know what? I don't think I'm doing that. Then you need to dig a little bit deeper and then maybe change your course of action, figure it out. Ask yourself better questions on how to get there. I don't have the answer. You have the answer. Mm -hmm. You have the power. You don't need to rely on anyone else for that. Again, I am not here to give you permission for this. You have it already. You already have everything around you that you need. You have the all genius internet in the palm of your hand. Most of us do. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you do, Mm -hmm. right? If you have. The privilege of listening to podcasts, you have all the resources you need, Yeah, But it always comes back down to that fear of doing it. And the theme of this, too, is let's not make excuses just to make excuses and to be busy just to be busy. And especially if it's revolved around your job. Just because you clock out does not mean you get to clock out on yourself. Brene Brown says... Owning your story and loving ourselves through the process is the bravest thing that we'll ever do. And I believe that to be the truth, because if you're numbing yourself and just staying busy just for the sake of staying busy, what are you running away from? You have to be courageous and be brave and own it so you can then work through the process to get to a place where you can embrace it and love it and live a different kind of life and not be at the effect of your job. Parenting, adulting, all these things, they are part of you and you embrace them fully. It is not something that holds you back. Right. So in a summary, I just want you guys to show up as your best self. But I I want to acknowledge that, yes, we are human. Yes, we are busy. But how can you change what you can change? We need to be diligent in thinking about the things that we have control of. Yep. Right. And then influence the things that we can't control. How can we influence that to benefit our outcome? What is our desired outcome? So that's all I have for you today. Just a quick insight on and maybe a reframe on kind of thinking about our personal time. How are we delegating that? How are we scheduling ourselves? How are we spending our time? Mm -hmm. I think it's really important.
1: Yeah. And I think honestly topping it all off is just mindfulness. Because a lot of us, maybe you don't realize that this is what you've been doing, clocking out at your job, maybe clocking out on yourself, wasting time mindlessly doing things just because they're there. And, you know, scrolling on social media, which we all do, it's very easy to do. But like, that's just an example of, you just doing things habitually without really realizing or having any kind of awareness of what you're doing. Exactly, And it's also a way to numb out what's going on around you. Because if there are other things that you should be doing and you have goals that you want to pursue, and you're just sitting there doing the things that are not getting you there, but they're consuming your time instead or your brain power, or maybe it's the opposite where you're kind of on survival mode and you don't want to burn any calories with your brain and you just want to check out completely. Mm So having that awareness is number one. Check your screen time. You want to know what mine was? I'll tell you. Four and a half hours a day. 4.5. And I'm guessing that's on the low end for most people. Yeah. I bet yours is less than mine. I have to be on mine for work sometimes. So it's not just mindless social media scrolling. I would say probably half of it is, at least. I just like that it breaks down... What apps that
0: you're on. Mm -hmm.
1: I have Instagram itself. Tell me when I've been on Instagram for an hour. It's like, hey, you've been on Instagram an hour. And let me tell you, it's not hard to do that. It's not. (laughs) And then I'm thinking, holy crap, that's a full work day that I've spent. If I spend an hour a day on Instagram, which is probably on the low end of what most people spend, and I can tell you I go over that because I like – hit okay. I'm like, okay, great. It's been an hour. I'm going to keep going. (laughs) I waste a full work day on Instagram.
0: Well, we're only on Sunday. How can you look back at your previous weeks?
1: Oh, my thing came up earlier today. It said your screen time was today alone. It's been three hours and three minutes. And apparently social networking has been two hours and 11 of those minutes. Mine for today is one hour and 11 minutes. And
0: Instagram, I was on there 21 minutes today. Text messaging is 15 minutes and Facebook, six minutes. Amazon, three minutes.
1: See, text messaging makes up the biggest chunk of mine.
0: Text message is always my biggest one. Because I'm on my phone talking to my clients and then texting them Mm -hmm. constantly. So that's pretty much my chunk. And then I think Instagram is just below that. And then Mm -hmm. whatever else I'm using
1: yep, those are my Instagrams top two. always like my second or third mm-hmm. yeah, knowing that, though, isn't just like, oh yeah, wow, you know I've been on my phone this much, but thinking about how much time I could get back in my day or actually accomplish certain things that I'm not doing and using this device to distract me from the things that I should be doing. It's all about creating a sense of awareness around it. That's it. And we and, talk about it. And it's it addicting. All the time. Listen, yeah. this thing is it's addicting. So stopping the thing that's easy and addictive to do the things that you need to be doing is going to be hard. But we can do hard things. You can actually set your phone if you have an iPhone to lock you out of the time-wasting apps. Like say you don't want to be on Instagram more than an hour a day. You can put like it'll lock you out. I mean, you can obviously we're all grown ass adults and we can unlock it if we want to. But I mean, you are making that choice at that point and you have to live with the consequences. But just to say, oh shit,
0: I've already been on an hour. Oh yeah. It goes by so fast. And you're like, oh my God. Well, now, you know, so now it's again, creating that awareness. We talk about creating awareness all of the time. Yep. Like Jenna said, being mindful about it, but it's like I always say, you schedule with intention. Schedule your day with intention. If you want to just veg out and watch Netflix and like binge watch your show, make sure you, if you feel good doing that. And it, you're
1: not doing it to necessarily escape. And yeah, and escape. Yep, exactly. And I can tell you that sometimes I know from my personal experience, sometimes I do have the intentional scrolling where I'm like, you know what? I'm just tired. I just want to check out blah, blah, blah. But there are other times where I don't. And I'm like, oh, I need to speak. You know the feeling. You know the difference in the feeling. You do. (laughs) And so do a gut check. Yeah.
0: Check in with your heart. Check in with your head. Yeah. How do I need to be spending my time? Scan your body. How are you feeling? What else should I be doing? We could be doing anything. We do shit that we don't want to do every day. This is true. The things that we should be doing that feel good after, Mm -hmm. can we just get over that hump Mm -hmm. and just start? Because it's like, maybe you hate writing something. You have to write an email. It's not so bad once you get going. Maybe cleaning, cleaning out a closet. Once you get going, you kind of get going. You don't just pull out all your shit and just leave it all over
1: the floor. I hope not. You want to put it back. Yeah, that would give me major anxiety. Do not (laughs) invite me over if you're going to do that. (laughs) I love it.
0: But finish what you start to. So it's just a new way to approach your day and your time and making sure, again, that awareness that yes, you give so much to so many all of the time. How can you bring that back and be more mindful about what you're giving to yourself?
1: I love it. Okay. A new way of thinking about it. Yep. Maybe this triggered you in a certain way that it sticks. I hope so. Awesome. Thank you for listening, everybody.
0: Until next time, we we will talk to you later and
1: enjoy your week. Sounds good. Bye-bye. The Art of Getting Your Shit Together is produced and edited by LD Coaching and Blush Cactus Boutique Design Studio. We would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and subscribe, leave us five stars, and write a quick review. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends so that we can continue to grow our tribe. Tag us on Instagram at tagist_podcast underscore podcast with your shares, and we'll feature you on our story. Don't forget to grab our free guide, five things you can do right now to get your shit together and start living your best life over at tagus.com slash kick more ass. Remember, your life only gets better when you decide to grow and it's never too late to get your shit together.